some of them. You're wasting all your time and money on models. Paint what you have. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Model Club TV episode 84. Wow. It's December. How are you, Scott Johansson? I, you don't have you didn't give us hats to wear this year. We'll do that on the live episode. But that'll be after the holiday then. Which I forgot to put that picture in. Of course you did. I'll edit it in right here. <laughs> How are you, sir? It's uh, you know. We're here. We're doing another episode. <laughs> That's what it feels like. It's my most hated time of the year. Recording with Jason time or just in general December? No, that would be my most hated time of the of month. The, of the month? Yeah, it's like having a menstrual cycle. Bi-monthly menstrual cycle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my walker is bleeding. Oh. Uh, <laughs> so, there you go. It's a oh, start man. Oh, we are starting right on the good. Oh, boy. All right. Hello, everybody. Uh, great to have you here. We do not have a guest this episode. And there's a couple reasons for that. Um, we got a lot okay. we kind of want to talk about. Just in general. Um, I thought it would be a good idea to do kind of a recap. Just a... I don't even know how to explain it. Like a Model Club TV. Like a State of the Union, but for Model Club TV. Is that... Does that kind of work? And then we have some other stuff we want to get into. So it's going to be a me and Scott episode, but we're here and we got some stuff we want to talk about. As always, like, subscribe, hit the notification bell. Uh, I just got the thing from YouTube as we were going live. Our urine review. We had like 460 some new subscribers. 53 thousand view hour i don't even know if whatever it was some ridiculous numbers that don't make sense to me and then what i see we've only made we for everybody we got our first check from youtube from being monetized after well, i want to go on record as he says we but i haven't seen it die <laughs> well okay. you because i pay for shipping and the and the zoom bill which it was barely enough to cover so for what are we doing this how many years three three years two years two and a half ah I don't even know. Someone tell us. This, this you're supposed to be running the show. I, you know I, that I, don't, I don't even remember. I need to go back on the website. <laughs> so, wait, what did you say? I get yelled at because I don't put the new episode up. Oh, on the... yeah. You want to talk about that for a second? Not really. No. Yeah. Well, I do. <laughs> Scott lays into me all the time yeah. about how I'm a control freak. I'm a control freak. I'm a control stop, freak. Stop. Just stop. Do you deny being a control freak? No, but there is okay. a good reason I'm a control freak, and you proved it. So, against better judgment, I gave the Facebook page control over to Scott and walked no. away from it for a couple no, months. Oh, oh, stop. 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 <laughs> okay, because as a true political correspondent, okay. Yeah, I'd like to know what fact I'm twisting. You are, you are twisting. Okay. Yes. You have not given me control. You have shared control. Okay. You can still go in and do things. I, I can, like I obviously, can. and thank okay. God I can because okay. you did so, nothing. So, but no, you did so nothing. Don't, you don't did nothing. Like it's worse. Okay. 
Ah, uh, just for the I record. So for those of you wondering on the Facebook page, why the episodes haven't been up there for the last two months, th- that guy never posted them. And so I finally went and checked and noticed the last two episodes were three, I think, actually, were not posted. And you then the me messages that are really coming bad. in. <laughs> what? You want me to make you look really bad right now yeah, and yeah, give a reason why? Yeah. Okay. It takes, I, was- I don't care what's going on. It takes four seconds to copy and paste the link. Because, if you got time because, to talk on the phone because, to Paul Gill, you got time to post a whoa, link. Whoa, whoa. Paul right, needs anyway, friends sorry. right now. He's, he's, I know. So I wanted to go up. into that. Paul, give an update on Paul for everybody. Yes. You ask a question. I answered. Do I have an update? Yes. I, no, I said give an update on Paul. Oh, give an update. Uh, <laughs> oh we're off we're off to the but races I, I talked I, I sent Paul a message today and asked him how he was doing and he said um, from so people who missed why what's going on Paul had a hip replacement there we go so he's bionic now a bionic bigfoot <laughs> Where's my cord? And um, so I asked him how he's doing. He said, basically, he's more comfortable now, but he's still basically learning to walk again. So, um, which maybe I should get that lesson, like how to do stairs again. But um, I don't know. But yes. yeah, so he's doing better. I've spoken to him on the phone a few times. Sounds stronger than he did initially uh, when I spoke to him. So, um, and he has to have the other one done too, right? Yes. So Jamie's mom just said the same thing. One done, going to have another one done in the future here shortly. And she's doing pretty good too. I think once people realize how much less pain they're in, hip replacements go a lot better than what people think. So mm-hmm. hang in there, Paul. You're going to get the hang of it. You're going to walk again. You're going to walk again, Paul. And, um, also a shout out. I know we're going to talk about it, um, but his line of think it's got a nice write up in the new amazing figure modeler uh, that just came out today. So yeah. uh, uh, for the people that need problem. to send us an email, watch this go sideways. Like always. Oh, it didn't. The button worked. Yay. Monoclubtv gmail.com is the email address. I am still waiting. I finally got the one person from a couple episodes ago. Got their email for the giveaway. I still need Glenn Jarvis for the uh, Ratfink thing. So please send me an email, monoclubtv at gmail.com. I need your address. I need your info to get that out to you. And to leave us a voicemail, which we have a couple this episode, it is 708-816-4299. 708-STOP-DOING-THAT-816-4299. All right, that's the uh, voice. So, you know, I never noticed it before. I did it on purpose. You put a forty-two in there. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so you got a choice. It took you that long? <laughs> I'm slow. What do you want? I'm doing yeah, this. When you free. sign up, Google gives you a choice of phone numbers, and there was one with forty-two in it, so I took that. So, all okay. right. What's new, Scott? What's new? Um. Well, we're going to talk about our subject later, I guess. Yeah, so um, don't go into that yet. So what's new? 
on now. We got to do a look. Oh, also, that. I'm going to put up the link again. I haven't done it in a while. Link to our model kit if you want to download it and print it out yourself to practice 3D printing or just have a stupid version of us on your desk. That link will be in the description below. What what's new? I stopped at Jason Walker's house for the first time in about what? Well, 6 years. I shouldn't say I stopped for the first time in about I was allowed inside for the first time. <laughs> um since his girl Jamie moved in. Okay. And um okay. Have I been in there since she moved in? Have you been over this way ever? Have I been to your house since she's moved in? No. That's a lie. Because I've dropped stuff off. Oh, you dropped something off and did not come in, and that was your fault. Right. But so this time I finally got invited in reluctantly, I think. (laughs) Um and uh (laughs) so I was able to pick up uh what Mr. Horvath sent me. So thank you, David. Um yeah, pretty cool. And um Do you want to share it or no? Well, I do we want to share share I'll share. Yeah, but that's I'll do it all. Hold on. I think that's I'm why you sent it. I, I'm used to it. Ooh, excuse me. What did you have for uh, dinner? You seem to be very belchy this evening. I'm having a Coca-Cola right now and Portillo's, oh. and I probably ate more than I should have. That's and I'll probably yes. pay for that later. <laughs> yes, you have eaten more. <laughs> so, <laughs> Mr. Horvath sent me this nice uh, Can you get it in plaques there? he's doing. Yeah. Um, mummy plaque. It's 3D printed. So head on over to uh, Nostalgic Resin Productions over on Facebook. I'll put a link below if you're interested in any. I think they're 20 bucks uh, shipped or maybe plus shipping. I'll have to go back and check. But yeah, if you're interested in any of those, he's got a bunch now. I'm special. Because you are a nice guy. Hey, War of the Worlds came up again for me. There's a new War of the Worlds movie on Hulu. That's great. Like new. Not the series. Not one of the old movies. A new movie. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna have to go and watch that. Um, see any movies? I bet money. I bet money. It's shit. <laughs> wait. Oh, we we passed seven minutes, so we're good. Um, see anything? Have I seen anything? No. Okay. You? I did. I saw Godzilla, and I talked about it on the other show a little bit, and uh, your prediction came true. Do you care to tell what you predicted to the people on the Discord when I was out Saturday night at the theater? Oh, so yeah. Jason, of course, can't go to the theater without incident. <laughs> okay. Because he's a troublemaker. Okay. I'm a troublemaker. I expect to quarrel. he doesn't have the sense <laughs> that when he's going to go to a show by himself, First of all, let's cover that. Okay, so he calls me that day to see if I want to go to this movie. And I initially say no. And then I start watching the trailer and reading some reviews. And I go, well, maybe. Okay. So I call him up. And I said, well, I'm thinking about going to that movie. And his first thing he says to me, he says, are you going to breathe heavy? <laughs> Okay, so at that point, I'm like, okay, okay. I can tell you're one of these freakazoids at the show <laughs> that needs total silence, especially That's... when there's going to be reading involved. I, I, I do. So, um, <laughs> do so I changed my mind and said, nope, forget you. Fuck you. I'm not going to go. Okay. <laughs> so poetic justice 
happens. Okay. And karma comes back. I, I saved and, and you. Why don't you tell us what happened? So I explained this on the other show. I, there was an empty seat next to me. And then at the last minute, a couple comes in, sits down right next to me and continue, continues to narrate the movie through most of it. And was wearing, wearing very heavy perfume, chicken strips and pizza or whatever the hell they were eating. I just go watch the last of model in a movie to get my full description, but I'm done with theater. Oh, were they making just, sounds with, um, of course. Uh, yes. And, uh, the don't go in theirs and, oh, that's a cute baby. I, whatever I'm done, but I saved what? you because it would have been a woman, fat guy, Johansson. Also, another fat guy. Fat guy. Yeah. Me, talky couple. <laughs> and this is this is why. This is why though. Okay. And even going to the show by yourself. Okay. I always take an aisle seat. No. Why would you do that? Then you're looking why? at an angle. I go. This is it where it my- doesn't matter. The screen's this big. No, it matters. If you're here or there. No, no, okay. no, no. It matters. I walk it in. It doesn't matter. I line up with the projector. That's the seat I choose, and I must be dead center. Okay. See, so again, you have control issues. So once again, your control issues have (laughs) bitten you in the ass. Okay. Because if you'd have chosen an aisle seat, there's a good (laughs) chance nobody would have taken that seat right next to you. So you'd have had an empty spot. No, both the aisles were taken, if I remember correctly. Yeah, because you didn't take one. If you'd have taken an aisle seat, (sighs) no one would have chosen... No, you know what I'm going to do from now on? Not go to the theater. That's what I'm doing from now on. I'm done. The the test of this will be when Dune Part 2 comes out. If I, because I I think there's a trailer out for. There is. It looks really good. And I wait. The other one, I did not go to the theater to watch. And because it was one of those movies I wanted to just not get (laughs) angry about. So I'm going to be doing that again. I'll just watch it at home. And I I will say that I have. Two people now that do not share this opinion of uh, the movie that the rest of you seem to have. So um... we could talk about of Godzilla, really? Yeah. yeah. Okay. What'd they say? Uh, it's it's not that they hated it; they just don't think it's as good as everyone said it was. No, that's what I'm saying. I think it's the best Godzilla movie, but it's not my favorite. Like, there's if that makes sense. I still think Shin is my favorite. Because it's weird and it's different and it's, it's a thing. Like, I think both of them can perfectly exist next to each other. I think this is the best. Like, if you need to show somebody, hey, here's a Godzilla movie that you're not going to run away from. Like, to a normal person, you show them Go- Godzilla minus one. Like, that's. Oh, I haven't seen it. Yeah. I will watch it when it's streamed. Okay. Because I am interested enough. I will watch it when it's streamed. Yeah. I do have a problem, and I, I've had this problem probably since 1989. Oh, okay. <laughs> Is it a mole right. of some kind or a wart? Oh, no, it's anal leakage. Um, <laughs> we know good thing your mom likes the scent. Oh. Anyway, um, <laughs> so, what's the time? You made it 18 right. minutes. 18 minutes. 18 minutes in. For the <laughs> All right. Mom joke. So, um, we should have a pool, like a, a gambling pool. Yeah, like that, how many minutes, that'd be good. That'd be how many good minutes one before Scott makes the Jason's mom joke? Make some squares oh. on a Google Doc. That's not a bad idea, actually. Anyway. Um, Can we go to jail for that? Gambling through Google. What I don't that? like are yeah. any of these Godzilla designs. Okay. 
I don't like, don't change what worked. And it pretty much started after probably 65, 66, 67, somewhere in there. Then he made Godzilla look like a Muppet for a while. <laughs> and then he looks even dumber. And then we go to 89 where they tried to make him look more real, which was okay. I'm not a fan of it. And then but I, 89 is I'm my sorry. 89 is one of my favorite Godzillas. That's like the okay. Biolante 89 Godzilla is like. And then I think it was like 2000 when they put the pointy spikes on his back. Put the purple the pointy time. spikes. Yep. Yeah. And that didn't do much for me. So when I see this design, and you know, I actually like the shin design. Okay. I don't know why, but it's, it's just, it's kind of cool. Um, but then this one is just, it's like the American Godzilla to me. It's like, dude, just I just thought of something. Hold on. Did you watch the new American Godzilla trailer? Oh yeah. We'll get to that. In a oh, minute. I was going to say, okay. So anyway, I just don't like, and, and I have the problem with them remaking any universal monsters, anything of classic, leave the look of the creature alone because it worked. It was, it's what made it cool. What The 54. It looked like 54. a terrible puppet. No, it doesn't. It, it, I don't care. When it comes and, up over the mountain and it's like a little... Okay, that does look like a terrible puppet because it was a terrible puppet. Right, okay. and that's that's what you want? But the suit itself, no. And and by the time Boom. you got We're going to be get Comment below. We are going to get... By the time you got to the 64, the 64 is my all-time favorite. 64 is a good one. And it he's, is. He's cool. I didn't like the 62 as much because he had what I call childbearing hips. Um... And uh, if you look at this one, this which one, one was the first had, appearance of Mina, the the son of guts, which was a child bearing hips, and then uh, <laughs> I yeah. my favorites eighty nine, uh, GMK, the original, uh, and seventy four, the smog monster one, I destroy you, all monsters. What? I like that one because that's that's my Godzilla. That's the first Godzilla I saw really like as a but kid. You wanted my 64 Kyoto. I was going to give it to you for Christmas. No, I like 64 is good, but I think like for me as like I remember seeing uh Mecha Godzilla at the theater. So that Godzilla like 73 74. That was the dumbest Godzilla. No. No, that one with the weird eyes. Um I don't even know which one it is. Where his eyes look really big and just like dopey, like you know what I'm like talking cookie about? Cookie Monster or something. I'll put it here. I'll find it. It's I think it's the one from with Gabra. Diagon or is it with Gabra um, with the one with the Megan. kid and the dream and all that bullying shit? Oh, anyway, that new American Godzilla trailer come out. What was it? What's it called? Godzilla Kong V okay, Kingdom. Stop it. Stop something. It. I don't even want to hear anyone refer to it as Kong. It's not Kong. Godzilla X Kong, the new empire. That's the name of the movie. Go ahead, sir. Okay. So now we're back to this whole stupid premise of some upside down underneath the earth fucking. Which that doesn't bother me. That bothers me. It's stupid. It's dumb, okay. but it doesn't it's bother stupid. me. Stupid. Okay. I'd rather what? watch Hobbits. All right. Anyway. Then somewhere in that trailer, we get like there's another big ape. Hold on, you're skipping got, things. You are he's skipping. got he's got freaking armor on. Fucking who made it? Kong who, who, is wearing 
the Infinity Gauntlet? Is that what is this is? It's like I I don't know what it is. I it's I I and then there's a apparently I'm reading that there's another Kong guy that's in there. That's what I'm talking about. And then he can talk and make weapons. And then there's a baby Godzilla I'm hearing. And this thing looks there's like a baby Kong. I I saw that. Dude, this looks like utter trash. And I can't understand. I'm going good. Good. I don't. And I get, and this is the thing I keep seeing on the Godzilla boards is, oh, and they keep throwing up the pictures of Godzilla from the shower area doing the drop kick and doing the flying with his tail tucked and all the weird stuff that happened then. Yeah, that's why those movies went away for a long time because it got so ridiculous and dumb that everyone hated it at the end and was like, this is ridiculous and stupid. And they made Godzilla a caricature of what it should be. And this, I still don't like Kong with a weapon, but whatever. But see, I think that's the new Kong, the other Kong. No, that didn't you watch the last one? Yeah, but somewhere in here. No, there is a new Kong with more web, but this he's using the same axe thing that he made in the last Godzilla movie. No, and he, then found, now the, he didn't make it. I thought he found it. Oh, he made it. And yeah, there's a baby Kong thing, and then there's more other. But the killer to me. And I'm going to pull it up. There's lots of Kong monkeys or whatever there are. Oh, and then they show the Kong monkey thing sitting in the, the classic on the throne. There's a throne. Yep. Okay. What is he? King Louie from Jungle Book. Okay. I, the, the shot of Kong and Godzilla running is that the is. worst thing I've seen in a very long time. I can't even get over how bad that looks. It doesn't even. Anyway. They're like. Yeah, I, I'm watching it as you're talking. I, I like, just anyway, they, just showed the baby Kong doing this. It's like stop, I, stop, I, get which, off the tracks. And it's you, you're so far off the track. I don't even have to tell you to get off the track. And I think part of it is they were trying to capitalize on how like all the hype that came out from minus one. And I, I think I watched. I think after I saw minus one. I watched, this was like, I saw this as soon as I got home and I was just, are you kidding me? The sheer I saw this too right after oh. I saw the Godzilla trailer and I'm like, I'd rather go see the Godzilla movie a hundred times. Yeah. yeah. It, we agree on something that looks like utter trash and anyone who disagrees, please let me know why. But if you say, well, Godzilla has always been goofy. That's not going to hold water with me. No, it's also because that's what wrecked so Godzilla. Wait, was that dropkick crap? My good friend Rob Madison, just because it's a giant monster movie, just because they can doesn't mean they have to. Right. Exactly. <laughs> anyway. All right. So we have next. The next thing I want to talk about is Wonderfest. Huge, huge uh, Wonderfest news. The dealer's room sold out last month. Out of nowhere. That has ne never happened this early. Scott, have you, uh, if I'm wrong, has it ever sold out that early? No. No. So we did not have a table, and we still don't have a table. So we're still going as of now. We're hoping to have our hands on a table if something works out. Oh, no, we do have a table. I, I didn't know if I was supposed to say. That's what Yes, we're confirmed. We do have a table. Okay. So we are confirmed. We do have a table. We will be splitting that table with Jamie Sai, 3D printing guy. So... 
we're still good. You can still get some stuff from us. You'll, Jamie will have his list of things up uh, when we get closer, but I'm sure a lot of people missed out. What do you think happened there, Scott? What's the overwhelming response? I've heard some things. <laughs> I don't know if they're true Are you or allowed not? to say? Can I take a guess at what you heard? And we have sure. not spoken about this. Sure. The people that were planning or like banking on Jersey Fest that didn't get tables the last time got tables this time. That's not what I heard. That's not what you heard? Okay. No. Now, and again, I don't know if this is true. And so I'm not I, taking, that is not a shot at Jersey Fest. No, I'm just thinking I'm not, that people. And I'm not saying this is true. One of the things I heard was there's a lot of dealers coming that aren't model dealers, that they're just dealing other genre related stuff. Okay. I don't know that that's so or not. So I don't want to say for sure. It's, it's some rumor I heard. <clears throat> um, I, it sounds kind of far-fetched to me. So like movies, say, like the old days, like movies and possibly. Yeah. I don't know. I, again, I, I don't know. Can we have a conversation? I don't want to piss off Wonderfest, but what have they done for me <laughs> at this point inside to pay for our contest room? Um, what are your thoughts about Wonderfest going forward? Like, where do you think it ends up? Because we have an email about something, too. So, I, I think you're already seeing it slowly change. You're going to see more 3D printed stuff there. You know what? Let's just, I'll grab that email right now because it fits right into what we're talking where I'll go out of order with this. Um, keep talking while I, hey, you this. go, Hey, control freak gets to do whatever he wants. Oh no. Oh, wait, I got it already right there. Okay. Uh, from Raymond Legrant. Hi, Jason. Quick question. Maybe for discussion, how many entries at Wonderfest this year will be 3d printed? What do you think? And I responded with him quite a few and eventually it will be most. Uh, I'll bring it up on the show. So I did. And he just responded a little bit ago too. Um, I think 3d printing is going to change a lot of it, but I also think if what your rumor is hearing is correct, um, that's kind of what I'm thinking it's going to end up too. Cause when I was looking at the guest, the voice actor for red dead redemption is coming who did the voice of John Marston, which to me, that's amazing. Cause it's one of my favorite games of all time. And I'd love to meet that guy. And, but it doesn't, that's a Wonderfest thing. Like, okay. And I'm glad they're kind of reaching out or spanning out, trying to get some other people. But the one thing I've noticed and back me up is those figure kits are secondary to me these days to these sci-fi guys, to the ships and all of that sort of thing. Okay. So where am I with it? Yeah. Um, (laughs) I just. I am what I want to call saturated right now. Okay. I don't know who could come out with something that I'm going to look at and say, I want to buy it. Pause. This is a conversation for the rest of the show. Okay. That's for this. That's for the second part. Okay. So, so I see it going, I don't see it going half 3d printed this soon. Okay. Because you have a lot of just traditional resin kit guys still out there that are slowly accepting the 3D printing aspect of things or not accepting the 3D printing, you know. And they have so many kits in their collection. They're still going to build resin kits for a while. 
but you're going to see more. You're going to see a lot more 3D printed stuff for sure. Do you think people who are 3D printing guys, like the ground affected guys and some of the other just guys that know nothing about garage kits, no history whatsoever, who are 3D printing painting guys that there are on YouTube. Do you think if they ever found out about Wonderfest, they would get their stuff together to go to bring their stuff down there to join, enter the contest? Just get in the contest? Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Do you think that's even like... But I mean, as far as... See, this is the weird thing about 3D printing. And again, I know you don't want to go too deep, but 3D printing, you don't have to go to a show to see this stuff. It's out there to buy. It's yeah. out there in the websites to buy. So it's not like you have to go to a show to see it. Well, that's that's my point. Do you think those guys okay. would... Is it in, is a contest enticing enough to get those painter yeah. guys off the couch, off the internet to go enter at Louisville? And that's the problem. I don't know because I don't know how many of them even know about garage kits or right, you know, stuff like that. So because a lot of them are miniature guys, which traditionally Wonderfest is not big on miniature. The miniature section of the contest is getting a little bigger which is good we've we've both often said you need to mix the two because they are both figure painting but you know to get that to happen and so 3d print painting is also figure paint however it's i still look at printing and model kits as two separate things you're printing a model kit i guess sure but it's still different. So yeah, what you'll I, see, I, I'm in, on the other side of you. I really don't see a difference in, yeah, well, in the I, act I, of I, painting. I still see the difference. I see like, like the X plus thing. Like that's a different thing than a garage kit because it's box, box art, instruction sheet, sprues. Like, well, that's a styrene kit, right? It's There's some production styrene. to that. But if you're just doing resin printed parts for some, we've, we, we don't need to rehash this. Um, because you're wrong. No, I'm not <laughs> at all. There's no difference. Uh, I just, I- I'm struggling to see the point of Wonderfest in 10 years. Like I just, unless, and maybe that's what they're doing this year. They're branching out, which we've always said they needed to do. I just hope they branch out in the right direction. Well, Again, there's still figure kit painting going on. Yeah. Okay, so there's always going to be a market for paint and supplies and and things like that. Maybe you'll start to see companies show up with their resins and stuff like that. You know, and I'm just saying in the future. I'm not saying the immediate future, but so you may see that. But even traditional resin, you know, you have Smooth On has showed up and the people that make Vagabond have showed up. Who else has ever showed up really that? Right. So it's Reynolds is always Reynolds is at Maskfest every year. Yeah. They're always there. And Reynolds at this point, I don't think will do Wonderfest again because it's no. just they've been there, they've showed their yeah. product. And um now I will say this, and this is just in talking to people. And again, I won't get into names and stuff, but right now there's a shortage of casters, traditional casters out there. And yes. so it's which is going to force everybody. That's why I have it. it might, yeah, it, it a, might a list of people right now that I'm printing something for. Yeah, so it's I don't know. 
I don't know where it's going to go. It, it, it's, I don't, you know. It's going to be interesting. I, That's. I don't want to see it go away because it's no. a yearly pilgrimage to see people and. And that I think that's where you're gonna more like the little get togethers. Like our barbecue, we're gonna do that again at some point. Like those and like how Jersey Fest started. Your little get togethers of guys just talk about stuff and like I would still go to Wonderfest just to see people like once a year. Like that's not a I don't know. Wonderfest. Uh so I got my room. If you have not gotten your room yet, I would get your room. Is that mm-hmm. sold out too? Did you hear? I think they sold out the block. Right? Saturday was sold out. Okay. The block for Saturday. So when you go to their website oh. and, and you go to make a reservation, it automatically puts you down for the four or five days. And you have to go in there and switch your days. My okay. punch the screen in 10. <laughs> my, my get angry at the computer took over. And I had to explain it to this idiot. But... And I still, even. That's set up wrong. Wonderfest fix your, fix your website. So, uh, well, I think it's actually the hotel. It's probably the hotel. Yeah, the, the hotel. way that works. Hotel, fix your website. Crown, Crown Plaza, whatever it is now. So, um, so yeah, Wonderfest is coming. Everybody, get ready. Yeah, and the guests have never been a big thing to me. I'll, I'll say this. The guests have never been a big thing to me. I know you guys had a good time last year with the Land of the Lost folks. Yeah. And you got a kiss and all that. And, um... I, th- I mean, I think guests bring people that normally wouldn't go. So. Well, and that's the thing. So if these guests are going to bring people to that show and give it attendance. Yes. Uh, yes. Well, then you also run the, hopefully they'll look at this stuff and want to get involved. So but then again, whatever it takes to get people in the show. And we've said this before, though, too. Why isn't Wonderfest reaching out to guests that are more figure related? And let's be honest. Let's, let's, can we have a moment of honesty here? <laughs> sure. We When's the last end. time Wonderfest actually did something figure related, guest wise? I think everything's kind of left up to a couple people to pick the, the, do the classes. Not, not the Friday classes, but I'm talking the weekend classes. Those are all usually, or Joe is still doing all that, right? Like picking, getting people. Yes. But when's the last time they had a panel with a sculptor or a painter or is it just me? Like, I feel like I haven't seen that in a while. When did they have a sculptor come in? When did they have Wonderfest official? Not they've come on their own and hung out, but like, here's a guest of honor sculptor extraordinaire or figure painter extraordinaire or casting let's do a well, seminar it, on casting. What, it, what it's what it's come to is first of all the sci-fi guys have really infiltrated especially the contest so they do try to placate those people by bringing in guests that they would be interested in okay yeah. um so there are some. But we're there too. <laughs> but yeah, we Throw are us there a bone. Too. Throw us a bone. Without us, and, those uh, sci-fi guys wouldn't have a show. You know, I mean, I, I could look. I see, I see I'm looking at past Wonderfests. So, all right. 
Go and go uh, down the list. When's the last time there was a Thomas Coons in 2019? And then before that, I was gonna say Thomas. So he was official Wonderfest guest. And before mm-hmm. that, because that's the only one that came to mind when I was thinking. I, I, sec- I know I'm gonna edit this. Gonna hate us. We're gonna like... get kicked right out of there. Oh, that's fine. They kick us out. We'll take our army with us. All right. So in 2015, they had Vincent Price's daughter, Sarah Karloff. They are genre related to what a lot of garage kits are. But that being said, that's almost uh, 10 years ago. That's 2014. The late Andy uh, Yanchis, who was uh, part of the Aurora. So in 10 years, they had Thomas Kunz. Yeah. That's my point. <laughs> right there. Like, something. We still go. Anyway, I didn't mean for it. We didn't plan this at all. <laughs> Obviously, we can tell by the... Uh... Well, again, I've never gone for the guests. So if no. there's a guest that I like, I, it's a plus for me. So Yes. Agreed. Okay. When they get a guest, like for example, the year they had George Romero there, I could have cared less. Okay. But it brought people in that place. Okay. That maybe normally wouldn't. Yeah. But, you know, so. Or even like reach out. I know Norm from Tested was there last time. If you reach out to those guys, they kind of fit both sides. They do all kinds of models. Have those guys come in, talk about stuff. Um, it, there's people you can get. Bring people that used to be dealers that haven't been there in a while. Bring them back as a guest. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Anyway, you want to give some stuff away? You might as well. So this giveaway brought to us by the Worthlings. And this was specifically for a Christmas gift for someone. Now, so they gave us the Rocket Raccoon and the Star-Lord, I think it was, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. and this Disney princesses set for some kids for Christmas. Another box showed up from the Worthlings. This time it had a, Was it packed with love? It, it was packed with something. It had a Minnie Mouse paintable thing and a Stormtrooper paintable helmet that you could do with markers or do it as a vinyl design your own store stormtrooper thing helmet. And then they also sent this. Can I get this in there? And I hate you, Mark, because I want this. <laughs> I almost didn't show it. And I was going to pretend like it never showed up. But this I think would be cool. It's a uh, Ultraman monster kaiju. And it's a little plastic kit. Not very difficult. So like if you were doing a little plastic kit with a kid, it would totally kind of work and you could let them slop some paint on there. So we only, I think, and if I'm wrong, someone get back to me. I only had two people enter in the comments. I thought there was another one, but I could only find the two. So I'm going to get with those two people and sort this out with them and not even do a spin. We'll just give four, like the two, everything away to those two people. and, And if neither of you want the Ultraman, Jason gets to keep it. Yeah, that would be great. Actually, I'll still give it away. So yeah, thank you. Worthlings. Pestilence Labs, everybody. Let me uh, reach out to Pestilence Labs on Facebook. Find Mark Worthling and everyone over there. Great stuff. They're the best. 
And they're going to be a little surprise, not surprised, but they're going to show up on the live stream on our special live holiday episode. They will be there. I just dropped. They won't be there. He will be there. Oh. Really? Uh Uh-oh. Remember, you ever watched Cheers? Yeah. Okay, they never showed Norm's wife. (laughs) I think that's Shanna's deal. She doesn't want to be seen on the I hope she talks off camera, though. That'd be cool. She might. We could have her talking to Mark's ear. That would be great. Ah! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that'll be my last box back with love. All right. uh, So that was our giveaways. We have a ton, and I'm kidding, and not kidding, a ton of stuff for the live show. So we have gotten a bunch of really cool things. We're going to do some trivia things, some other giveaways. It'll be fun, I hope. And I'm going to do a test stream surprise at some point in the next couple week or so. I'm uh, sure how it works. I'm working on a little special something for the giveaway, but I don't want to give it away. Just all right, all right, all right. Don't. Yeah. How about don't. that? I'm working on something for the giveaway, but I don't want to give it away. Just. <laughs> all right. News and reviews. Let me uh, get to the right screen. News and reviews. First up, new issue of Amazing Figure Modeler is out. AFM Saturday morning cartoon. Power Hour. Uh, AFM Profiles, George Stevenson of Blackheart Models. The Herculoids get your Gleep on. Vampirella Dangerous Curves and lots more. So another digital issue. Go over there and download it from AmazingFigureModeler.com and I'll have the link below. Scott, thoughts? I want to say something about this because I, I, well, I thought it was. Um, I, I did download it today and I glanced through it. And I'll be honest, it's not as cartoon. Um, it's not as Saturday morning. Well, it says AFM Saturday morning cartoon, so okay. But it's not all Saturday morning cartoon. So if, if you're thinking it's just going to be cartoon related, it's not. There's something in there for everybody. There, there's, there's something in there for everybody. So don't let that dis- like and, uh, dissuade so you if you're it, not yeah, a cartoon totally, I mean, it's, it's not that kids don't have a theme, but I don't necessarily think it's the theme Terry was completely hoping for with this issue, but <laughs> we'll have him on and we'll ask him because uh, you know, but it, it's still a lot of content, a lot of video links and um, the Herculoids. I followed that build up closely because I printed that kit for Terry. Okay. And um, his, his friend Julian uh, painted it and there's also a, a linked video in the episode where you can go and see it on a turntable spinning and some different cool things julian did a really great job and uh the covers by the uh, johnny quest kits are by our good friend uh, rod hickey and so i uh, i think that's going into terry's personal collection as well terry likes awesome. the cartoons he so does there's no doubt about that so um i wish we could have got more wells stuff in there but you didn't want to make it an all well magazine and which I, I mean, I understand that a little bit, but so, um, yeah. And next issue is a writer's choice. So that'll be interesting. So I hope somebody chooses cartoons. That'd be funny. <laughs> but anyway, awesome. So yeah, head on over there. I'll put the link on down link. I will. I will put the link down Ooh, below. Oh, but stop, oh, it. stop it. <laughs> I'll put the link down below. Pick up your copy. Support them. Amazing Figure Modeler's been around 
forever. AFM has been, you know, there if without them, we wouldn't be here either. So, and hope maybe I'll get in the next issue. I, I don't have time, which is what we'll talk My about. My name is mentioned in this issue a few times. Oh, really? With curse words next to it or, or no? No, but I was referred to as the devil in one, ah, one instance. Okay. So. <laughs> you do just do a word search for your name. Self-centered. That's what I did. That, search I'm, the PDF I'm for your name. Yeah, I yeah. <laughs> Did my uh-huh. name show up in this magazine and and yeah. All right. Well, speaking of well winner, well is back with another winner for Jason Walker. Continuing the animated Dungeons and Dragons line, we have Venger, which I was hoping he would do, which is the big bad of the show if you don't count Tiamat. So we have Venger from the Dungeons and Dragons cartoon. Beautifully done by Well Winner again. Uh, right, so you I- watch the cartoon, how is this? Is this is this Oh nice- yeah, it's that's pretty good. That's pretty good. And it's got the little, uh, I forget the black that guy's name. Uh, it's like his little helper. He always whispers in his ear, telling him what to do. Um, great yeah. piece. All I can think of is Animal House. Yeah, fucker. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm super excited. I can't wait till these are all done. And then I'm going to, I think, print the, the base in FDM and then do the figures. And I, this is something I'm really looking forward to doing. So well done well. And then you just pop this in. I saw this and then I think I missed it. So you grabbed it. disappeared because it. it was in his story. Yeah, his stories. So this is, it looks like he's getting ready to do the Wacky Racers. Yeah. And the characters in their cars. And this is Sergeant Blast and Private Meekly and the Army Surplus Special. Cool. So, um. So those of you waiting for those, they're coming. Yes. And yeah, this was on those, from those, uh, the patrons suggested kits, I think, so. Was it Wacky Racers? Yeah, it was on there. I think Wacky Racers was on there. So that's great. So, um, yeah, and I feel bad because I haven't been buying a lot from him. So I'm behind on a few things, but I'll get to it. So. Yeah. And then it was, um, and for everybody, it's a slow month here. <laughs> like, I we were having struggling trying to grab some stuff this episode. So we have just a few things here to go through. Because once again, people didn't send things. And Paul's, one of the reasons we didn't have stuff from Paul is because he's laid up. So we didn't get anything from Paul. But yeah, if you have a kit, send it to us. We will show it. You don't have to send us the kit. Send us pictures. Info. Pictures. We will promote the hell out of you. All right. Next. Scott, take your credit. Take your credit. I'm not 100% sure I have the credit on this one, but I think I do. So, And we've showed this before, but give us an update. So this is ready to come out. Um, from Jaeger Pet- Army, I believe it's a Jaeger Army. Jaeger Army piece, yep. Um, and it's Herman Munster, sculpted by Jeff Jaeger. And I did order one of these. It's a little pricey, but it, it's if that's quarter scale and you get that staircase, that's a lot going on there. Okay. Yeah. And if you look at this one photo, well, look at what do we have there? Someone said, you know what would be a good idea to Make the spot translucent so that you could light it, so you could light the eyes like it was. And I don't know if you remember them. Well, I'm sure you watched. Oh yeah, no, I watched it all the time. It was rare you really caught a good glimpse of spot. I that was one of my favorite parts of the show is when they did show spot because it was so rare and it's like, oh my god, there's a dinosaur on that. Yeah, you'd see the tail sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, and then sometimes the it would light up enough. When he was breathing fire, that yeah. you would see. But for the most part, you would just see his eyes. 
So I said, yeah, it would be cool. So you could light the eyes. And um, yeah, it's a nice here's view. another idea has been taken. Whatever. <laughs> well, you got to stop being an idea guy and be more of a doing guy. Yeah. I, no, I don't want to. We're going to talk about that, too. Yeah. So, yeah, but we are. Uh, uh okay. up next and this came across my uh patreons and this is from ca 3d studios if you want to join over there and get it for yourself to print or i have the ability to print for sale so because i have the license for these i have a selling license which we'll get to as well uh i just thought this was really i'm not do you know anything was there ever a samurai beast in the comics no idea. No, no I, idea. this I just thought That's was a, a nice really beat. cool sculpture. And it's got yeah, a dragon nice in the beat. back and lots of cool stuff. So it's a nice, neat little, yeah. Like a lot it. of pieces, it looks yeah. like, too. Oh, yeah, here's the breakdown. Uh, there's a lot of stuff in there to print. Um, but, yeah, from CA3D. Check them out over on Patreon. Um, and then let me get to... That's it for news and reviews, except for in terms of kits. So let me get back to us. Uh, I want to talk about the video that I put up. So okay. I put up my Max Darth video of the super, super blackest black paint. Please go you check out the uh, big bottle too, huh? Yeah, I got one of the I was big bottles at that last night. So. Get it? I think it finally just came out on their website. If I'm wrong, it's coming. Yeah, it's on their website. Okay, I looked last night because they're trying to. They were getting all the bottles out to the uh, Kickstarter people first. Uh, this and stuff's... speaking of Kickstarters, they did an even bigger cure station that I missed out on. So I'm mad really? about that. Oh, dang. it was like $140. I think mine is still pretty. I don't know. I got to figure that out, but yeah. I still haven't built mine. Uh, this paint's great. This paint is great. It looks amazing. I just sent the thing I painted to somebody in the mail that wanted to buy it. So it, it basically is the blackest black. It makes other blacks next to it not look black. So check it out. It's really cool. Check out that video. That link is there uh, down below. It sounded so bad. I'm sorry. That sounded so bad. It did sound bad. I hope we don't get like <laughs> just by, get flagged by the algorithm people. for being racist yeah. or something. So uh, the other thing that just came in the mail, and this was from. Yeah. The company is uh, Fantasization Miniatures. It's a, like they sell tools and paints and stuff. So check them out. I'll put a link up to. Um, and again, free publicity uh from ak i got the whole set of deep shades so these are a kind of wash and supposedly they're closer to citadel's old before they changed the formulation so these are new washes from uh ak interactive deep shades you get one two three four five six seven eight nine no wait two ten ten colors different shades uh, your typical like kind of browns and then your primaries and purples and stuff. Can't I'm gonna do a video just like I did with the Max Darth to test these out. Uh, Robert Trock, yes, I bought more paint. You can go and flame me on my <laughs> messages again. I don't understand the hate that comes for Robert. I think he's just jealous of my ability to buy paint. But he just got married. He's beginning to be miserable like the rest of us. Oh, so. is that it? That explains yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. That he's married explains now. He's miserable it. like the rest yeah. of us. Well, wait, why am I miserable? Well, you might as well be married. <laughs> that's true. Uh, that's come Can you up imagine me as the best man giving a speech? Ah, oh, dude. I, it's come up a couple times recently. I'm like, <laughs> I don't think I, I don't think I'll have a best man, though. I've thought about that. 
I'm just going to put a, I'm going to leave an open mic. Cause you know how the best, they always do the speech. I couldn't Maybe you need an MC. Like I could MC the whole way. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. <laughs> and just be like, here's the mic. If you got a story, make it a roast, make it, you know, whatever. Tell your story, whatever I did. I don't want to, I can't pick one person cause everybody means something different to me and I, everyone's equally as important. So I don't, that's hard. I don't want to do that. You'd be nothing without me. That, okay. Just <laughs> that is so true. Uh, also, we have the workbench, Scott. Have you done anything paint wise? I, I carried some stuff up to my workbench. I finished this alien. It's pretty small the way I printed it. Uh, I do have a couple people now that wanted this as well, but bigger. So I got to get that in the works. And that's what I was working on. This is mostly you know, washes. I mean, so you're going to be an okay painter someday. Yeah, one day. I'll be all right. I'll figure it out. And then uh, I'm, I'm printing a mask for a kid at school for his dad for Christmas. He came up to me and was like, Mr. Walker, could you make this for Christmas for my dad? He'd really like me then. And I was like, oh, how do I say no to that? So I've been printing and working on uh, MF Doom mask. It's a wrapper, a mask that a wrapper wears. Kids these days. I don't know. Um, so this episode, in lieu of a guest, Scott and I were kind of talking and we're just kind of, I don't know, kind of down, not down. Is that the, I don't know. I don't know the right way to put it. I'm discouraged. There's a little discouragement going on. I'm more discouraged, not, in t- I think we're both discouraged, but for different reasons. Um, and we're going to get into the main big reason for you, probably more than what some of the other stuff, but well, I've got um, two things going on actually. So this is just, yeah, let, let's knock this first one out of the, let's box. knock the first one out. Go ahead. Cause we've already discussed it, but I'm going to discuss it again because I'm an asshole. No. And I'm just going to name a name. You are a righteous asshole. I am. So as we know, we need that t-shirt. At Wonderfest last year, Mr. Flintstone was selling resin copies of Well Winner's Groovy Ghoulies, which we also had 3D printed copies on our table. So, um, I'm going to re-educate everyone one more time. When I print anything of Well Winner's, I pay him for the file. So when someone says, will you print this for me? I say, yes, I'll print that for you. It'll be X amount of dollars. And when I give them that quote, that includes the money for the file. So if the file's $35 or the file's $30, that's $30 onto the cost of the print. That, And then I get with Well and I say, send me an invoice. Or sometimes I just send them the money and say here this is for a frankie or whatever that i printed and i've done this i have not shorted him one dime on one print ever okay so when i see jimmy flintstone has taken printed them and has is selling them as resin kits and doesn't even have the common courtesy to credit the sculptor okay um i think it's a scumbag move okay so there was a little bit of controversy about this, and Jimmy went so far as to have another sculptor, who I have no beef with, sculpt his own groovy ghoulies Frankie, 
and also did one flipping the bird, which was, I think, probably directed at me. But whatever, who cares? It's it's that's all that's, in fun. I don't yeah, care. At least he fine. was. That's funny. And I even commented on here and said, at least he's doing his own. Yeah. Okay. I put the issue to bed. I said what I had to say about it, and I was done. Until, I think I can pull up this email. So keep talking. Until I got a Monsters Motion product update recently. On their product update was these Groovy Ghoulies kits by Well Winner. Whoa, 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 whoa. Well, it doesn't say by Well Winner. I know. I'm saying they are Well Winner's Groovy right. Ghoulie kits. So I have it. Well, I have the email here okay. so people can see. And I know they're they're being printed by Jimmy Flintstone because they're the same images that are on Jimmy's website. So Jimmy's still selling them on his website, too. Okay. Now, I brought up and I put it on here. It's royalty free licensing. Hold on. Before you go okay. that far, we'll come back to that. So, in this from Monsters in Motion, okay, there's also the Squidly Diddly and the Quisp. Diddly is also Wells. Yes. Is the, and the Quisp is not. So, the people. Quisp are, is not. The Quisp okay. is Jimmy's. Okay. okay. So, the Quisp is Jimmy's. Squidly Diddly is not. And the Groovy Ghoulies. The Groovy are Ghoulies not. are not. Well, I mean, technically there's there is because they're he's casting them, but without permission. So go ahead, continue. So again, I'll I'll go so far as to say, to the best of my knowledge, I am the only one that is authorized to print and sell prints of Wells stuff. Okay. You're authorized to print it if you buy it and print it for yourself. You can print it 10 times for yourself. Okay. Time out. One more time. People are going to be wondering why it says, what's the point? <laughs> That's okay. kind of my theme of this episode. That's why it says that at the top. Yeah, of it. What, so what's the point is, why are we doing this? Okay, why are we doing this? What's the point? It's like, this is frustrating. It's an exercise in frustration. And I'll tell you why it's an exercise in frustration. And I'm not going to name names, but they're out there. There's well-known kit producers out there, bigger names, okay, that use Jimmy Flintstone for casting, okay? There's plenty of people that probably watch that podcast that run the Jimmy's fucking $5 discount bin at Wonderfest every year. I've done it myself, okay, and bought stuff from him, okay? Jimmy has his own stuff that's inexpensive and... I have no issue with, okay? Which leads me to why do you have to steal from this kid who, again, is feeding his family with the money he makes from these STLs, okay? Can I, can I say what I posted here now? Yeah, okay. I got it. I, I, it I found this on the CG Trader website where these kits are sold, and I highlighted a couple things. Uh, one of the things is the very last thing I highlighted product is not um, repackaged as goods sold inside a virtual world metaverse application or platform or as a product published within a book poster t-shirt or other item or as part of a physical object such as a toy doll or mod okay so I interpret that to say, Jimmy, don't have the right to do this. 
Okay. And but this is part of the problem. This is part of the problem and, that's and, out and there. This part we don't have to single just Jimmy. No one has the right to do that. No, and we'll go back opinion. to what you just said that you could print that beast kit for them. Because I pay an extra royalty fee yes. a okay. month. I'm paying, I think. $25 or $20 a month. I don't even, I'm rich. I don't look at any. Of the no, but, th- but there's, but, and there's a lot of guys that, that do that. Yeah. You, you pay for the right to sell prints. Yeah. Okay. And if that's the case, then if you're selling the same print as Jason did, as long as you paid for the rights to sell that yeah. print, then that's up to you guys to compete for price. That's fine. Yeah. Okay. This is a scumbag move by Jimmy Flintstone. Okay, I got no problem saying his name. I'm going to tell you it's my opinion, which I am entitled to, so I can't get sued. Okay, but I'm going to tell you this. All right, if you use Jimmy Flintstone, if you buy from Jimmy Flintstone, knowing all this is going on, you're part of the problem. Your money is going directly into buying STLs from Well and buying resin to rip off Well. That's where your money's going. And probably other three other people. Guys. It's you not just know well. about. It's not just okay. Well. All right, that's just one that I have to know about because I take personal interest in yeah. this kid. So it, I call him a kid. He's thirty some years old, but to me, he's a kid. I'm sixty. So, um, scumbag move. Wish he'd stop. I wish those of you that are using him for casting or any other thing would put some pressure on him and say, "Dude, stop doing that shit." You got enough of your own stuff, okay? I know for a fact that a guest we've had on here, Chris Elizardo, is very good with ZBrush and can sculpt all this stuff. Man, sculpt your own, Jimmy. Then you're paying a sculptor, and then you own it. That's fine. Yeah, but stop. You're being a jerk, okay? Period. You want to take it up with me? I'll be at Wonderfest. And you can bet that I'll is not a threat to a fight. Let's get that. No, I'll be at Wonderfest. I'll Let's glad talk we it out. debate yeah. this one on one with you. But I will tell you, I will tell Jimmy this. I will be in contact with the Wonderfest staff about what's going on. And, and you have your letter from well. I will, I will have everything I need to make sure that anything he has of well winners on his table that he has not worked out a deal with well. Uh, I will do everything I can to make sure it's removed. And not the, sold at Wonderfest. The other side of this coin is Monsters in Motion. Par for the course. So do you want to give your little part of that, what you did? The, the little part of that is this, okay? I, because I don't want to be a ranting, raving maniac that I just was for the last five minutes. Um, I Terry Fitton is on my friends list, Okay. Just because at some point he friend requested me or whatever, and I accepted and whatever, because I know who he is and stuff. And I did send Terry a message telling him that this was going on and said, I think he should remove these from his website. Uh, Next Monsters of Motion update I got, still on the email. So shame on Monsters of Motion as well. And again, I hate to say it because Monsters of Motion... Sells a lot of Aurora box art tributes and stuff like that. They sell a lot of people, again, a lot of producers stuff they wholesale to them. <laughs> but again, you're giving them product, you're giving them money to steal from other people, and it just sucks. Yep. So. And it's disheartening. It, it, and it, if you it, know it, you're you're doing that, 
Um, you know, if someone has told you and you just blatantly chose to ignore it, then shame on you too. Okay. And I will follow it up with this. Uh, this episode you're giving away, or last episode, we did give away a Jimmy Flintstone thing. Uh, that, that was sent. sent to us. That was out of someone's personal collection. That was sent to us. And I will ask that as much as we appreciate the donations, um, I will personally ask, please don't send us any more Jimmy Flintstone yeah. stuff because we will not even give it away. We will yeah, I don't even think, like, that wasn't even on Vlad's radar when he sent it to us. So. No, and I don't yeah. think it was either. No, but or I'm on just... mine at the because we well we had our thing before, but I was like, let's you know, no problem. But from this point forward, yeah. Uh, someone guess, had a, someone he's, had a he's good my first official blacklist as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> but that, and again, what's the point? You fought this fight for how long with yeah. other people? And for people who are new to the show, Scott. It's ten, you know, it's a new Scott that's on this show. The old Scott got in a lot of arguments about a lot of like what's right in the hobby, what's not right in the hobby, which brings us to the Tucky email. The goat, the ghost of Tucky returns today, and he, there's something going on there. Uh, it's, it brings up some of that. I think we started this show to try and spread this hobby to people that normally have no idea about it, and to give something to the people that are part of this hobby, a, another outlet, uh, a more recent, not waiting every, you know, quarterly for a magazine, something that people could, you know, jump on right away and, and be more recent when things come out. I talked to you the night it happened. Yeah. Um, I was so discouraged and it was like, and it, it's not costing me a dime. Okay. This kid's got 199 models out there. All right. That I can print for people. I've got, steady people that I've turned away because I've got enough of my own stuff. It's not really affecting me them. Okay. I'm upset for this kid that last I heard was still paying Uber to get his kids to school. Cause he's saving for a car. Okay. And this guy's got to steal from him rather than work out a deal. I'm sure if he said to the guy, Hey, how yeah. about if I give you a flat yeah. fee of blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I was just going to say that. I think I can print and sell these. Okay. I think if well offered a tier on his Patreon with the rights to sell prints, a lot of this would get a, like, not a lot. Cause you're always going to have scumbags. You always are, but I would gladly pay that extra. Like if it was another $10 a month to sell prints, I'm sure other people would and, too. And so everyone knows I pay nothing extra to sell his prints. However, he trusts me enough and I have proven to him that if I sell something of his that I printed, I will give him the money for the file. Yeah. For the one that I sold. Okay. And um, just the way it is. It's the yeah. right thing to do. And and again, I, I've given this, I've given him too much publicity. Yeah, because now everyone's like, time. oh, we could go get a resin cast. Go ahead. Go buy it from Monsters in Motion. Go buy it from Jimmy. But no, we will think you're a piece of crap. <laughs> That's just yeah. where it is. I just, I, I think that Please don't tell me about it. Okay. I, and, and I will say this. If you came by my table and I saw that you bought one of them from him, don't just keep walking, please. I'm sorry. Yeah. Just keep walking. Yeah. And I, I don't want to offend anyone. Again, everyone has the right to buy from whoever they want to, whatever they want to. But I'm letting everybody know when you support this guy, this is the kind of thing you're supporting. You have the right whether to not you're think it's okay. For casting or whether you're buying from him. This is the kind of thing you're supporting. 
He has always flown under the radar until he's been caught this time. Okay. There's been a lot of stories over the years. Nothing could be proven. This one's been proven. Okay. Yep. You still choose. You still choose to do business with him. Then that's on you. Yep. We'll leave it at that. We'll leave that part there. So now let's talk about the, what's the point? (laughs) What's the point? Cause this got us Scott and I into another conversation of, well, Scott was bummed out from that. I'm kind of bummed out with some stuff going on and it's just, what's the point of this? Why do we do this? Why? And I want you to comment below and I want people to join in on this discussion wherever. This Uh, isn't isn't a pat us on the back thing. No, this is not a, no, not that at all. Um, Leave us a voicemail, send us an email. I'd love to share them for the next episode. Not the live episode, probably the one after. Um, Why do we do this? Why do we collect models? Why do we build and paint models? We stash these things in our basements forever. Maybe paint one or two. And yes, there are people out there that are very prolific painters that paint their collection. But why do you do that? What kind of joy does it bring to you? Because I want, I think those stories might help the two of us, might help other people that are kind of like, I don't know the right word. Well, so I'll start with our guest last um, time, which we had a very positive reaction to Jim Capone. Thanks, Jim Capone. And Jim Capone basically being very selective as to what he buys for himself. And if he builds and paints something, he's got photos of it, he's fine with it. He doesn't need it sitting on a shelf. Okay. And I remember Steve was kind of the same way sometimes. You know, there were things he wanted, but a lot of times, yeah, I built that. I, I've got pictures of it, you know. And so, you know, I looked at that and then I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to name drop here and, and I don't want him <laughs> to feel bad. Um, I was talking to uh, our good friend, Rob Madison. Right? Is he still and the he nicest told, guy in the hobby? He's still the nicest guy in the hobby, Paul. Um, anyway, um, and he, he said something to me. He says, yeah, he says, you know, as I've gotten older, I just like to do what I like to do. I've become very selfish with my time. And this stuck with me, and not in a bad way, because I think he felt bad. I talked to him afterwards when he, and, and I said, no, it wasn't that. It was just, he made me realize that I'm doing all this printing for other people. Okay. I have traditional resin casting shit lined up that I got to do. Okay. I still have to do that stupid big Galuna. And one more run of my big King Kong. Okay. Even though I'm going to 3D print it smaller, I still want to do one more run, especially after seeing yours in the basement the other day. Yeah. And I looked at it and go, man, that's a good kid. You know, it and is. But it really you know. is. So, um, next time you're here, I'll take a picture of you next to it. So I want to do it again. You know, I want to get these projects done in the next year or two. Okay. And I'm going to tell you something after that. There'll be no more resin casting by this guy. Okay. And by then, it's not going to be any more 3D printing for others from this guy either. Okay. Because this guy wants to just build and paint. That's all I want to do. Okay. I want to be selfish with my time. My problem is, and it's nobody's fault, is I have a hard time saying no. Okay. And I also have a hard time. It's not about the money. Okay. 
Now, I'm not charging enough for 3D printing. No, and neither am I. Okay. But why do we, because we feel bad. We're like, how can we charge these guys what some of these other guys charge? That's crazy money. Okay. But on the other hand, is it? You know, I I mean, I'm starting to look at, you know, I just went and bought $100 worth of styrofoam popcorn because I'm tired of fucking. (laughs) I know. Digging into other boxes for. I just Whatever went and bought two rolls wrap. of bubble wrap that cost me 60 bucks. Yeah. So, um, you know, so there's, you have that cost. You have alcohol, which we can distill, but it's a pain in the ass. And lately I've been using mine to the point it's so saturated. I pour it in a clear thing. I put it outside and it solidifies. So if I tried to distill it, I'm not going to get much out of it. So that's another expense that if you do it, let's say you do it once a month. That's another fifty to seventy dollar expense once a month that you don't figure in when you're just figuring resin cost and time. Okay, so I just I want to be selfish with my time. Okay, and, and I'm not mad at anyone or no, anything. but you also and I'll talk about me in a minute. But you are ten years older than me, and you even said to me the other day, '60s hit you kind of hard." It has, like you start it, it to has. like, it, and I mean, I'm almost. Fifty, yeah, and it's you start to like <laughs> time it out, and I'm timing it out at forty nine, and going, I'm never getting through that pile of models that I have, never. So, and then we both started to notice there's a lot of collections up for sale, a lot yeah. of older kits for sale, and a lot of people I think are kind of going through the same thing and saying, hey, I don't have a lot of time left. What do I want to paint? What do I do want want to do with my time? And kind of select out of their collection and kind of get rid of some of that stuff. You've talked about doing that a little bit, like thinning out your collection a bit. And, and I will be. Yeah. And um, it's, I can tell you some of the stuff I think is going to go. Yeah. That is a lot of my quarter scale Jaeger uh, Kit Kong models are going to go. Um, because I have versions of them on one six scale. Yeah. And it's how many versions of the same thing do you need? Yeah. Okay. Um, I've got that big giant Frankenstein in the chair, but I've got the one with the big backdrop. I'm thinking to myself, I'd rather buy the one from Paul that's on a more condensed base and sell the one with the big backdrop. Yeah. So, you know, I have two Jeff Taylor King Kong kits that he did a very limited run on. That's big ones. I, I have two of them. You know, no, not that one. I oh. have the one that was actually supposed to be King Kong. Oh, the one that I'm thinking of the gorilla one. That just no, this is the one that's kind of like looking back, like yeah, this, you know. Um, and I might be getting another one in a trade. So it's like, <laughs> so you know, I'm looking at stuff like that, going, all right, stop. You know, and it's but yet sometimes something hits me and I say I gotta buy it. Uh, that broke up big head that I bought. Okay, yeah. you know, I don't regret buying that. That's a cool piece. But yeah, I, I'm just really selective. So when we go back to the Wonderfest conversation, what's going to be a Wonderfest that I really want? What hasn't been done? Yeah. Okay. I'm finally getting the cartoon stuff that I've always wanted. That kind of hit me a couple of years ago. Not a couple. It's about 10 years ago when I bought my house. And I am I'm a teacher. I don't make a lot of money. <laughs> like... I don't make any money from this stupid show. I'll say that. And then for me to have to, you know, worry about stuff around the house and then go to Wonderfest and drop a thousand dollars. Like I did when I was a kid 
like working like with nothing to worry about. Mm-hmm. And I really started being selective. You're not just dropping a thousand. Right. Okay. Oh, yeah. You're dropping another four hundred four to yeah. five hundred dollars in a room. Okay. Another two hundred dollars in food, yeah. another couple hundred dollars in gas. You're almost at a two thousand dollar weekend. Right. Exactly. Well, again, if it's something you do once a year, I, I would say I'm not gonna begrudge you that. But that okay. money comes out of kits that I would buy at the show normally. Yes. Because mm-hmm. then it's about going to see the people. It's not about the kits that I already have. So I'm very selective what I buy at Wonderfest these years, mm-hmm. last few years, and now. Because I'm, and again, the 3D printing side of like, I could just print something if I want to paint something. It's not, I don't need a kit anymore like I used to. Um, so it's. I don't know. It's a middle age. Is this, is this our midlife crisis? Is that where we're at? You know, I'm getting ready to go through it all again though. And and like I said, I'm pretty sure these kit con kits are going to be on the chopping block. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure, uh, we'll say this. Yeah. I'm tired. Um, (laughs) no, I'll, I'll say this. I, and you know, this, I have a lot of styrene doubles, polar lights and yeah. Some of them I have four and five of. Okay. And I'm like, okay, let's be realistic. What if we open a hobby shop? Wouldn't that be a great endeavor? I think that'll do very well. (laughs) Yeah. Because I won't be able to be selfish with my time at all there. I know. And I keep in the back of my mind, I, one of my dreams was to open a hot dog stand. And then I'm like, I'll never have time. If I quit teaching, well, when I retire to open a hot dog stand. But man, I, but so, you know, I look at like all these Aurora reissues I have. Okay. It is my goal, dream, whatever you want to call it to build one more set of Aurora kits straight out of the box, the way they were. Yeah. Okay. With the exception of the Mr. Hyde and the, um, which, um, the Mr. Hyde is still, I'll leave that part of it. There was that add on set that, um, Rick Evans did with the bookcase and stuff like that, mm-hmm. that I will put on that one and the witch I will put on the replacement head for the witch because that fucking witch head is tor- terrible on the, on the styrene kit. So we had a little technical glitch here. So oh, man, we almost lost the whole episode up to this point. Yeah, and I Luckily I say, Oh man, I wasn't going to do it again tonight. Like the ghost anyway. of Tucky and, <laughs> and Flintstone are, in our works. Anyway, back in subject. It it's it's one of my dreams to do the Aurora kits one more time straight out of the box. If I basically. look like I'm sweating, it's because <laughs> Yeah. And so but do I need four or five of each of them? Okay. I mean, even if I wanted to save two of each of them. Okay. Do I really need five and six of some of them? Okay. It's no. It's crazy. And you've been in my basement, you've seen it. You know, it, it looks like a hobby shop, my yeah. styrene area, you know? Yeah. I have a huge basement. And for those of you that were at the picnic and stuff, you've all seen the side of the basement. And the, the dream is, and the wife still laughs at me, is to have that basement finished and have all my shit on display. When I say my shit, I'm not just talking about built model kits. I'm talking about Bowen statues, other statues I have, uh, stuff like that. You know, why have all this stuff if I'm not going to display it? And so, and again, the 60 is playing tricks with my head. 
And, uh, and I think that bit of advice that Rob gave is very important and I'm going to take it to heart is we need to be a little more selfish with our time. And, uh, I want to talk a little bit about the podcast end of things and just so people kind of know, and this isn't a, Oh, woe is me. Cause this is something I like doing and I don't, don't, I just want people to kind of understand a day in the life of Jason <laughs> of what I do. And so I teach, I get to work at seven 30 in the morning. I teach until I'm usually there till about three 30 or four. I usually get home around four o'clock and then I'll come downstairs, come here. If I have something on the printers for people that takes about an hour and a half to get printer stuff going, get all that cleaned up, eat dinner. Then maybe something else I got to work on for somebody else or something else. And I might end up with an hour a day. That's like mine. And that's starting to weigh on me a little bit. And I get, and please keep sending me messages. Please don't take this the wrong way either. I get messages all day long. And what I mean by all day long from 8 a.m. till one in the morning, I'll get a message here and there. I get emails about the show and I want emails about the show, but please don't feel bad if I don't answer you right away. I usually kind of wait till I get a bunch that I can answer all at one time. So sometimes when I do, when an episode goes live, if I don't answer a question right away, it's because I need a break and I need to walk away from an episode because when I do an episode, it usually takes me two days of coming home and editing that whole next day. Then the next day is usually uploading to YouTube. And then I just need to walk away from it for a little bit. Otherwise I'm not going to want to do this ever. So I, I st- please don't take any of this as and, a. And now you've chosen to do a second I, podcast as and well. And I also have that other one, the movie side, the one, and I like talking about movies. So it's three times a month plus unboxings, plus the how tos, plus other things that might come in. And yes, I this is all something I want to do. It's something I like doing, but it takes time, and I need to be a little more selfish with my time. And like you said, learn to say no a little more. And I don't, that is not aimed at anybody. It's just something I need to cut. And it's a problem I've always had with everything. It's like, Hey, can you help me make this? Or can you help me do this? Yeah, sure. I can do that. And I'm not a no person. I got, but I am also, it is, but I am also a very, and you can attest to this. I'm a very solitary person. And for me to be always on, I need to, I need to hermit up for a while and sometimes if i can't hermit up i start to like get her so and we've talked about before i suffer from social anxiety quite a bit it's hard like this is it's it's hard it's like there's a fire in me sometimes especially out in public but i love doing it i love meeting people don't think that i don't want to talk to anyone because i do it's just hard for me sometimes but i need wait for me <laughs> get away from me but i no, just i'm just kidding no I'm i know but and i love the podcast so that's why i want to leave it at this is we're coming up on you know a new year i want to say thank you to everybody again and we appreciate everything that this podcast has done for the two of us and i know brian he likes his movie side of it too and i think going forward it's going to stay the same but man i haven't missed an episode since we started like there's been two a month since we started 80, 
now four episodes without missing one. I think we did that live one after Wonderfest. We've had the uh, we have had twelve now episodes. I think of model in a movie. We've had other movie other episodes of things and the stuff, but uh, it's a lot, and it means our audience, our viewers, the people that listen on the audio end. You mean everything to us, and I appreciate everything. And thank you for watching. Thank you for being. I consider you family. When I see you guys out, when I see you at the at Wonderfest or the barbecue or wherever, if we stop by your house because we're in town, I I love it. I yeah. I wouldn't change the it barbecue, for the world. The barbecue was a big eye opener. Yeah, to, to realize that we had besides you and I, two guys from the Chicago area came. Yeah, everybody else that came was from out of town, and everybody else that was going to come that had to cancel last minute was from out of town and i know there's more people in the chicago area yeah okay so it was just you know so you see you're having a positive effect and, I, and i'm not tooting our horn because <laughs> it's me but it's um so it's nice you know i'm not the most hated person in the hobby anymore well, I mean, after this one, we'll still see. in the top ten. But I mean, yeah, you know. top ten. I'm in, I'm top twenty. But you know, I, and, I, and I'll say this, and I don't do anything. Okay, just ask Jason. I don't do anything. That's Sometimes good. I'll coordinate a guest or whatever, and I've missed a few episodes because life has gotten in the way. Yeah. And um, and, and was I, I mad ever? No, because I get no. it. I get and it. I, I may miss a few more. And. Yeah. Oh, I can't say what this is. Oh, Terry J. Webb. Did I answer him? Yeah. Hi, Mr. Webb. No, we're, wait, we're, we're in the middle of recording Model Club TV, so I got Jason here too. So, uh, what's that? Hi, Terry. Get him up to the speaker, Scott. <laughs> oh, so you can hear him? Okay. All right. Go ahead. Um, I was going to call you eventually. Um, okay. Just real quick, didn't mean to interrupt anything. Um, Seven hours later. I don't know if I know. You know he invented the, the chaperone butler piece? You know that was his idea? I did not. Terry, no, we got to go. <laughs> oh, all right. Jason's yelling at me. We got to go. We got to go. Finish. We're recording. We got to go. All right. All right. I'll talk to you. It was 11. All right. <laughs> no problem. You too, Terry. Bye. Okay. Woo. He's funny as hell, but he don't want to come on. He wants to no, talk. And he always right. says, what would we talk about? And I'm like, uh, I'm sure you'll find something, Terry. So the next time Terry calls during the show, <laughs> we're not answering. <laughs> we don't answer the phone. And number two, you just said, <laughs> the reason I was laughing at the beginning of this, and I think I, I stopped recording at that point, we just got done saying we're going to say no more. And what did you do to, to Terry? You said yes. <laughs> oh, it was hilarious. In real time, our problems happen. So, okay. We had just... Oh, shit i don't even know where terry called us and interrupted <laughs> oh my us God. so it what we were saying was <sighs> yeah so i might have to sit out a few episodes there's things going on that few people know about it's not a big secret but i just don't want to put yeah. it all out for right now yeah it's not me 
and again. Unfortunately, oh my god, my dogs got some gas. Oh, Oof. Um, I know. But um, and when that happens, that's fine. And it's the same thing. Like I, I have not, I have not missed an episode, and I, I want to keep it that way. I, I think once you miss an episode, it's easy to keep missing missing episodes. Yeah. So well, and and you have talked about well, we've talked about too, maybe shortening the episodes or splitting them into two parters sometimes two parter or something. And, and and we'll see. We're going forward. We're just going to try and streamline some things. What's has helped quite a bit is showing the pictures while we're doing it. That has cut a lot of time out on my end. I hope people enjoy that part or think it's okay. I know the pictures are a little smaller, but it helps me a lot to be able to do it that way. It's a little on the front end work, but we're going to keep going. We, I, don't, I don't see us stopping for a while, So, but at some point we will <laughs> stop this madness at some point and maybe evolve it into something else. I do, and again, I keep saying I want to do painting videos on here, but when I'm doing there's no time. There really just isn't. And I barely have time to paint as it is. So to sit and edit another painting video is going to take a lot. I still, it's in the works. Just got to get it done. So that's kind of a state of where we are. Scott's yawning as always, because we, what was that? 45 minutes? 45 minutes with 40, Terry. Jesus holy Christ. Jeez. Oh my God. All right. So we love Terry. We want, him, like I said, we want him to come on. All right. Terry says, what else are we going to talk about? And I'm I, like, yeah, we just got done with 45. Minutes. I know. <laughs> okay. it's like, Which are like, what, 90% we couldn't have played anyways? <laughs> yeah, well, there's that. But yeah. Um, so we have a new segment that we're working on. Jeremiah uh, Blakely, I think that's how he says his name, or Blackley, but I'm going with Blakely. Uh, sent me a video that is a user tip kind of video. So it's five minutes long. So I am going to edit it in right when I'm done talking about it. Uh, I want to do this more. If you have a tip and you can film it and send it to me, we're going to like, I'll, it's not going to be like one tip an episode. I might keep a bunch and do like a little segment kind of like, I don't know, like what's in the bin, do a user's tip episode or do one every episode. If, now here's the goal. I know this one's about five minutes. My goal is no longer than two minutes per tip. So if you have like a, how do you clean your brushes or how you mix your paint or some other like cool hobby tips you want to videotape and send in, shoot mm -hmm. them horizontally. It helps when it comes to showing the video. Don't shoot them vertically uh, and send them to me at modelclubtv at gmail.com. And I will uh, we'll work something out and start a new little segment called viewers tips. So the one that Jeremiah has done here is a cap adapter for 3d printing. So if you're not a 3d printer, it's not going to really pertain to you, but here's our first user tip and we'll put it in there. Okay. So I hate it when there's a little bit of resin left in the bottom of the bottle and you can't get it out. You, you just, you, there's no way to do it. It's impossible. So I was cruising through the hardware store and I found this. This is a uh, connector for electrical conduit. And uh, it's 40 mil, and it's got a little rubber seal inside here. And uh, this is an any cubic standard resin cap. Now I was already fooling around this idea, so I drilled the hole in it, but ignore that. And this cap fits perfectly into the conduit connector thingy. So if you get two of them, you can see where this is going. 
Now, you can stick two bottles together and drain one into the other. You see? And I'll show you how to make it a little better. And the first thing we're gonna do is we're gonna wash it because this, this uh, gray thing has all kinds of lube inside of it, oil or something to allow you to pull wires through because I mean, it's meant for electrical wires and you don't want that oil in your resin. So let's go wash the thing. The next thing we're gonna do is we're gonna saw the top of the cap off. Now I drilled this one, but it's still got a substantial lip on the inside. It's kinda of hard to see that, but you can see from the top. It's got a substantial lip on the inside, so I don't want that. I wanna cut it all the way back to this edge. So I'm gonna take it out in the garage and I'm gonna attack it with a hacksaw and I'm gonna cut the cap off right about there. Hi. Okay, welcome to my garage. It's very narrow and it is a giant OSHA violation. It's full of random projects, but uh, we're gonna ignore that because the only thing I'm after is this vise. I'm gonna grab one of these caps. I'm gonna jam it in the vise. If you don't have a vise, you just have to have steady hands. And I'm gonna saw off the top of the cap. And there you have. Now you don't want all this fur inside here, so that's the next step. We're gonna smooth that off. I'm gonna use a rough file to just take off the big bits here. And I know I need to deburr the inside, so I'll use the edge of the file to help that along. And as you can see, I've got a lot of it off, but there's probably a couple of more bits and pieces. Now, what do I do about all this little stuff that's left over, all this stuff? Next trick, watch this. All right, here's the next step. We get ourselves a barbecue lighter, right? And you check to make sure it actually barbecues and then you get your bar your cap and you melt the little strings just melt them now they won't fall down into your resin make sure it's nice and smooth you got everything perfect and do it one more time so you have two of them so the next thing we do is we take the thingy and we take the cap and we jam them in. So now you've got them jammed in both ends and you get your super glue and you run a little bead of super glue all the way around. All right, so now that you've got your adapter thing made out of the electrical conduit and two caps that you cut the tops off of, you just screw it onto a standard any cubic bottle. You put another bottle in the top 
and that empty bottle will drain the very last bits of resin into the bottom bottle so you can save it. You can get quite a bit of resin out of, you know, two or three empty bottles. Anyway, hope you enjoyed it. Thanks. Thank you, Jeremiah, for sending that in and being the very first user tip segment. I got an idea. Please suggest a name for this segment. Leave them in the comments. Maybe we'll use one. I'll pick one that I like. Or if, I, or if, I control, or if control freak Jason comes up with one better. <laughs> All right. Emails, voicemails, and corrections. You want to do voicemails first? Oh, left. All right, our first voicemail is from. Let me get there. Mike Zizek. Here we go. Hey, Scott and Jason. Uh, this is Mike Zizek from North Carolina. I uh, just wanted to um, give you guys a long voicemail. <laughs> Some thoughts hit me over the past couple of days, and I thought I'd just call in and share those. Uh, I'd like to give a shout out to any of those behind the scenes folks or the unsung heroes of the hobby. Um, you know, the Mrs. Warthling sending notes to, to Scott with his model kits or Mrs. Stan always making some of the great comments and updating the pages. I'm sure there are a ton of other people out there that don't get the recognition because they're not part of that, uh, the name of the company, but I appreciate all the effort that goes on behind the scenes and it's fantastic. Um, another thing, life's too short to not build kits. I was rewatching some episodes and listening to them and I realized how many modelers this community has lost recently and uh, all the unbuilt kits waiting to be built. Uh, I've got so many, there's no way I'm ever going to get them all built, but I'm going to do my darndest and try and build my favorites while I can still enjoy them. Uh, get a loved one or, or a friend to get more exercise, uh, even 20 minutes before working on models will make a difference. Uh, I'm down a few pounds, which is a drop in the ocean, I know, but I'm starting, and I feel better. So uh, get out there and, and get some exercise. Um, Lately, I've had some great interactions with kit producers and painters, and they've been awesome. So don't be afraid to reach out if you have comments or questions. Uh, these folks have been great. Um, my retirement gig is a, a part-time job at a golf course, and while picking up golf balls on the range, I listened to uh, the audio versions of the podcast, and I accidentally hit the wrong button, and it, it sped it up to two times speed, uh, and I almost wet myself. Uh, sorry, guys, but it was hilarious. <laughs> Uh, and last but not least, be sure to like, subscribe, and share the show with your friends. Uh, even my wife is about to be a subscriber, but she doesn't know it yet. So uh, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, and Happy New Year. Uh, thank you guys for doing this show. It means a lot to this hobby. Take care. Thank you, Mike. That was awesome. Uh, lots of really good stuff in there, but I want to highlight the one part that he said. Exercise is important. <laughs> um. We are losing a lot of people. We are a very, you know, I sit in this tiny little room with chemical spray, not exercising, no sunlight. It's going to catch up with me at some point. So if you can get out, like you said, just do a little bit, a lot of really good stuff in there. Any other unsung heroes in the hobby? He, Scott, you couldn't hear it at the time. I know you're going to go and listen a bit, but I, I heard it. I listened okay. to it. So any I other unsung heroes in the hobby are um, your wife. My spouse, no, I, I mean, I, I think any of us that have wives that tolerate us and uh, <laughs> tolerate nonsense, and you know, um, you know, my wife was a good sport when we had that picnic, and she knew nobody, and yeah. you know, um, 
and it turned out she had another uh uh let's say I have 80 kids twin there and Dave's <laughs> wife and uh you know so they bonded really well and talked a lot but um so you know my wife's gone with me to Wonderfest she's never given me grief about going to Wonderfest um you know so it, it it's so if, if anyone you know, wants again, to, sh- and there's people out there that'll say, "Oh, I don't need my wife's permission," and, and yeah, that's all fine and dandy. But let me tell you, it would make your life a lot harder if you had someone <laughs> that just fought yep. you every bit of the way. Because I did at one point in life, so yeah, you know, this is easier. But uh, you know, yeah, the producers, the significant others of the producers, uh, like he mentioned, Shanna Worthling, who clearly is the brains of that whole outfit anyway um and the brawn you know but um yeah i mean you know there, there's a lot that goes on and um laura stan he mentioned as well and laura sent me a nice message today about some stuff we went back and forth and cool. uh those people have always been great supported us so yeah you know and there's just there's always people behind the scenes. There's casters, there's people to put on the shows. And, you know, earlier it might seem like we were dog and Wonderfest, but hey, man, yeah, you oh, know, yeah. we're they, not, no. they work their asses off too and put on that show once a year. And um, yeah, I, I'm sure given if they do make money from it, it's probably not enough to pay for the time. And, and really just what we do, you know, it's, if I was getting paid for what I was worth right now, we'd be in the hole about $2 million. So it's if anyone has somebody they'd like to shout out in the comments, some unsung heroes of the hobby, mm-hmm. sh- shout them out. We'd love like we'll highlight it. I'd love to do that. Uh, before we go on to the next voicemail, uh, I also have an email from Mike. <laughs> so we'll, we'll hit that one now. Uh, well, this is uh, comes from last episode. Uh, well, what a great episode. The tips from this show were great. And some of the questions about why Jim chose to do what he did will help me as a model builder and painter, especially the red primer under white. I always use gray and it does make the white look funny, but I couldn't place why. A lot of people mentioned that tip. So the red primer for flesh, it's a great idea. Was it red uh, or rust? Was it Well, rust that rust red, that's what, yeah. Okay. The red rust primer. I wonder if you have a favorite method to strip a painted resin kit. I just bought a kit that I will need to strip, I think. Uh, I will need to strip, I think, but I will know for sure when I get it. I will have to, I will have it by the next show and will know for sure, but the pictures look like it will need to strip some parts at least. I have seen a ton of videos and articles, but the results always look mixed. If you have a good method or found a good video, I would appreciate it. There's more. Let's stop there. Any stripping tips? (laughs) Well, yeah, that's something we should mention, first of all. Yes. Don't strip 3D prints. Just don't. Okay. Just reprint don't. it. <laughs> reprint it. Have someone reprint it. You're going to strip it. Get it in and out as quick as you can because, and dried as quick as you can because anything that's not really mild is going to eat that resin. Of and, and if you soak it for any period of time, it will yeah, ruin anything it and, and crack yeah. it and wreck so, it. Um, so there's that. There is, that now, is the one drawback. There's that's one of a few to resin kits. You cannot soak them like that. Resin prints. Resin prints. Yes. Resin prints. So uh, this gentleman, Michael, and he actually uh, messaged me today. I talked to him today a little bit. And um, so stripping kits. Um, 
man, there's nothing easier than stripping a resin kit, frankly, because uh, you can be a little aggressive on it. Uh, I would still say try the Castrol Super Clean. Um, and uh, if it's safe to use on styrene, I got to believe it's safe on resin, too. Yeah. Again, uh, make sure you wear gloves. Anything you use like that, make sure you wear gloves. What I've used in the past is I have a big plastic tub with a lid, and I use that Purple Power degreaser. Yeah, which is Mix, the same stuff. Basically. Yeah, same stuff. And then I let it sit for a week or two. And then I had bought one of those power, like, battery-operated scrubby brushes that kind of spin on its own mm -hmm. to get in there and start getting some stuff. That, that seems to work pretty good. Some people I know use Simple Green, but I've never had good success with that. So, Hey, anybody else got yeah. tips? Leave them in the... Stripping um... tips, and you know what kind of stripping we're talking about. Uh, I'm going to yeah, skip this paragraph. I'll take my in the off right now if you want. <laughs> no, don't. Don't pop oh, a titty. Okay. Uh, he also, uh, before you continue, emailed me too today about um, what dissolves epoxy. And I don't know that anything dissolves it, but I do know this. If something's epoxy together, you can generally break it apart. Okay? Yeah. Because, and this is really anything with a resin kit, because most resin kits are either put together with crazy glue or, or epoxy or whatever. And none of that stuff melts plastic like model glue does to a styrene kit. Right. So what's going to happen is it is going to break. Now, if someone had puttied something, you're going to lose all that. Okay? I have noticed though, when you soak it, it does weaken that stuff a little bit. Yeah. Alcohol weakens some yep. epoxy sometimes um, as well. Rubbing alcohol. I had something in there. I've got a kit that I peeled so much epoxy off of it. Now, I don't know what kind of epoxy it was. So, again, epoxy is, I mean, it bonds, but it doesn't melt plastic. So, your eyes going to be able to get in there and dremel that off or scrape yeah. it off with an exacto or something. So, yeah, good tip. Um, You know, it's, yeah, there's always a way. So, go ahead and finish his email. Seems uh, like a nice I'm going to skip one paragraph in here because it comes back to uh, that size, the shirt size. You got to get sorted out. Jason, this one's for you. I am an eBay searcher and for sure, and lately some older but really good kits have been popping up. I want a Blackheart Medusa wall hanger for 130 bucks plus shipping. Karma has been good to me, and I got the Man of a Thousand Faces by Janice for 335 It is painted, not very well, and needs to be stripped, hence the question above. Uh, anyway, if you have any kits you would want me to look for while I'm at it, I'd be glad to give me the name and a price and I'll do my thing and I can keep the peepers open. Mm, open peepers. So man, if I find faces. something, I can let you know I have gone on long enough. Thanks again. And don't glue your eyelids shut. Mike. If anyone out there has the man of a thousand faces kit, He's missing a um a left hand. Anybody have a left hand for this kid? For whatever reason, an extra left hand or whatever uh, that they can spare. Or God forbid you have a mold of it for some reason. Um, <laughs> can help this guy out. Now, I have a mold for one of the hands, but I don't know which one. Because I made someone else lost a... um. A hand, but I don't know if it was a left hand or right hand. So I gotta find it. if I have the left hand, I'm just gonna cast it and send it to him. But okay, if not, if he's just missing fingers, I might be able to just cast fingers out of something, do it real quick, stupid mold. But 
uh, Mike will we'll get you what you need somehow. Yeah. Somewhere. Cool. All right, we're going to continue with emails and then do the last voicemail. Uh, this one is from Jeff Gadish. Uh, he is Thomas Fairfowl on YouTube. Uh, hi, Mr. Walker. Oh, that sounds weird. Uh, I was wondering if you or your viewers would be interested in a YouTube channel I have recently come across. It is called Jay Jennings Podcast. And among other things, Mr. Jennings features classic horror models. He is also giving away old garage kits. All he asks is that the winner of the drawing pay for postage for the kit. I just won a Wolfman model. I think it was Exo Facto. Facto. And he's currently offering the Body Snatcher. He seems to be trying to build his viewer base, and there doesn't seem to be many people putting in for his kit yet. Also, I have uh, hastened to add that I do not know how long he will continue this practice. At any rate, I thought your viewership might be interested, not least because they could pick up a rare garage kit at a bargain price. Uh, that's cool. I'll leave the, I'll put a link down to that podcast down below. We'll, you know, share out too. I have been thinking of getting the model club TV 3d print of you and Scott. I'm working on it. It's getting there. I read this earlier. So if anyone else needs to download that print, the kit of us, our model kit, I'll throw a picture up here somewhere. Uh, it's available for you to print for free. And if you need me to do it, I can handle it. Oh, it's like uh, small and then one eighth scale. That's kind of what I've been doing. Uh, get with me about that. So, all right. Awesome. Next from Ed Riley. I hope all is well with you and Scott. I still, still enjoying all that you two do with model club TV. I don't know after this episode and am looking forward to the live show at the end of the month. I've attached some photos of two kits with Christmas theme for the gallery. The first one is Bumble Kong, and it is an original sculpt based on the humble Bumble from Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, made completely out of Avi's epoxy sculpt, wire, and aluminum foil as the armature. I don't consider myself much of a sculptor, but I had to try my hand at making this. I think it came out okay. The second one is called Mean One, and the figures are from Barry Crawford's Attack of the Clay People. The Grinch and Max are the only things not scratched scratch built by me the grinch is four inches tall so overall it's a pretty big diorama i'm going to put a little picture here while i was talking see the rest in the gallery at the end thank you ed i think it looks cool get us all in the christmas spirit that's emails you ready we're going to end with the ghost of tucky he called in again again and uh, you know i'm starting to think he doesn't like us even us. though even though, you know, he's kind of said that so much every time, <laughs> especially about me. Well, he definitely don't like you. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I sense. And who can blame him? I, I know. I sense some hostility this time. So without further ado, the ghost of Tucky returns. It's me, John. John Tucky. So how did I die? Really, it's well known throughout the hobby how I died. I had been sick for a very long time. That's right, sick of Joe Hampson's bullshit. His constant meddling and shit starting took its toll on me. Hell, do you think I haunt this dog and pony show to begin with? Because I have nothing better to do. Unlike Joe Hampson, I would rather be building kits. But instead, I'm dishing out kits. I am now committed to being that proverbial thorn in Scott's ass. It's the very least I can do at this point, and most definitely. Fuck Jason Walker, too. There we have it. He's going to be a thorn in your ass. Have you ever had other things in your ass or just thorns? Just thorns, but I, I, I'm not a prude. I, I'm not. So. 
my take on this is, especially the last two, have, have gotten just a little more bite. Maybe he's being and, tortured a little bit too much by Satan. And you know, he's uh, taking it out can... on us. So, I, I'll say this. Okay, <laughs> I, I'm still taking this with a grain of salt as it's, it's someone having a good time. Okay? And if it is someone that's got serious issues, <laughs> um, I... You know, I'm gonna, I think most people that have made it this far in this episode yeah. have serious issues. Um, but no, well, I just mean someone that's got serious issues with me or you or both. Um, then I would always say, yeah, stop hiding behind the internet and just come out and say it. But, <laughs> you know, but until then, I think it's funny. I think it's hilarious. I don't so. take it seriously. I don't feel threatened by it. I know we've gotten some advice recently telling us to be careful. You never know, but it's like, well, what are they going to do to us? You know? So it's, he's a ghost. He can go anywhere, see anything. He can possess you. You could get possessed by the ghost of Tucky. I I hope he possesses me right when I'm wiping my rear end and my finger slips. Okay. (laughs) Get a whiff of that. But anyway, um, we're stopping there. (laughs) We love everybody. We love our audience. We're going to keep doing it. We have one more episode before the end of the year. Thank you again to everyone who's donated, participated, commented, sent an email, sent a voicemail, especially the ghost of Tucky. Okay. And we're going to get details worked out on the 30th. Maybe yeah. We'll do a commercial. Maybe we'll do a commercial. Yeah. We'll do that. Just to throw out, let everyone know what's happening and what you can do. So. Yeah. There'll be, there'll be some cool stuff happening that day. So. We've hyped it a lot. Watch it crash and burn and be terrible and, you know, in typical our style. Well, you are going to have that ape on, so you can only yeah, do so yeah, much. Brian will it. be there with us, too. So, you That's know. Right. Do I get, why don't you give me some control of this? I can mute him. Okay. All right. You'll forget. <laughs> you'll forget to mute or something <laughs> or come up All with right. an excuse. We'll see everybody okay. next time. Take care, everybody. Live show. Bye. December 30th, 7 p.m. Central Time, 8 Eastern, 5 Pacific. Whatever. I don't know. Don't get too crazy with the math killer. (laughs) Bye, everybody. All right.